Hi. Uh, thank you so much for um, for agreeing to see me again. Yeah. I know I was kind of an asshole last time. Kind of, yeah. And I have been thinking about it pretty much nonstop uh, since then and did a lot of uh, crying in the arms of my partner. And um, if it's okay with you, I'd like to start by sharing something with you. Yeah, go ahead. Um, so I wanted to tell you a story about my life. I, I know what it is to have your no disrespected. I know what it is to be gaslit. I know what it is to not be able to trust anymore the evidence that you're seeing in front of you mm-hmm. and to wonder constantly, am I crazy or not? Uh, I was raped by a man, a French man, and in that instance, I didn't even get the chance to say no. (laughs) He didn't even give me the opportunity. He just shoved my face into a rock face and pulled down my pants and raped me. And looking back, you know, I just, I was so naive and I was so trusting that I felt like I must have led him on. How old were you? Sixteen. And he was much older. He was in his 20s and he was, uh, he worked at my school and he had, you know, all kinds of power over me Mm. and gave me this big long speech afterwards about how I couldn't tell anyone and I couldn't, you know, it would ruin his life if I told anyone. And when you were telling that story about that little boy coming up to you, I felt sorry for that little boy is the fucked up thing. While you were telling me that story. I know. I felt sorry for that little boy. Everyone does. Everyone feels sorry for the little boy. And it's crazy. But I, in that moment, even in that moment, when I was, after I had been raped, I wanted to hug him and make him feel better that I had cried through the sex, quote, quote, that we had just had. Mm -hmm. Because I felt like I had failed him. I had failed this man in my pathetic response to his lust. And I think so many women have this programming of just feeling like our pleasure doesn't fucking matter. It doesn't fucking matter as long as he gets what he wants. But here's the other fucked up thing. (laughs) I was in a long-term relationship after that with a woman Mm -hmm. who was worse to me than any man ever had been. Mm -hmm. She abused me in ways that I have a hard time even explaining. Her emotional abuse was so much worse than any kind of physical abuse you can imagine because I couldn't trust myself anymore. She gaslit me to the point where I literally couldn't tell if when she said something had happened, did it happen? Did it not happen? I had no idea because I could not trust the evidence of my own eyes and ears anymore. Right. It's the most, you know, disturbing and horrifying thing to feel like you know your brain is 
not your friend. In fact, it's your enemy. Yeah. And so I, I realized those questions I was asking you, I was, of course, trying to establish a pattern and trying to make sense of it all and trying to make a nice rational story of, well, she was damaged in this way and therefore here's the output. But you know what? We're all damaged in that way. We all live in that same society steeped in this misogyny where we don't trust even ourselves and we don't trust each other and And we don't trust each other's word. We're trained for that. We're conditioned and programmed for that. That's right. So why sometimes women are the worst patriarchs and the worst misogynists. And the worst abusers. Yeah, I'm sorry that happened to you. Yeah, well, you know, it got me where I am today, and I wouldn't be the person I am without it, but it's really my but resilience. see, don't fucking do that. Don't do that. I was just going to say, that. it's my resilience that made me the person I am today. No, it's not it's what not, she did uh, to me. It's not the abuse, and it's not your resilience. It's the fact that you choose another way now. You yeah. choose another way to be. There are other ways to be. There are other ways to live. There are other ways to know your truth and to to walk with that information in your body or in your cells or in your bones. So it's not about, oh, I'm so sick of that one too, of like, what doesn't kill you makes you stronger and a strong woman smiles through the pain or cries behind closed doors. Fuck that shit. You know, someone does you dirty, that's on them. Yeah hurt people hurt people and forgiveness and compassion and that's just more ways to control yeah so please you know we're cool and thanks for telling me that it actually does help and uh good yeah let's just get on with it okay uh you seem you seem agitated and not just about me no it's this whole place it's just awful you have no idea no idea and just being in here feels awful, yeah. and I get to leave yeah. at the end of this conversation. I can't imagine. I can't well, imagine. I just, it's the not knowing and the waiting game, and I'd rather just, you know, be done with it one way or another, frankly. I can understand that, but at the same time, I mean, I'm I'm glad you're still here. Not here, but... <laughs> 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 I <got it>. <laughs> I'd prefer you were somewhere else. Then we yeah, could we're have this conversation. With boys yeah, in a... <laughs> <laughs> or I don't even really, girls. I don't, I don't even really either. Either. Yeah, You can have the cabana <laughs> girls, the boys. <laughs> Men, I don't want to, you know, victimize some poor little schlub and be a cougar milf porn chick either. That doesn't solve any problems. <laughs> That's just perpetuating the problem in a different way. Yeah, I think we're just. And, and I think that's the whole thing is that we, we have these little patterns that we learned when we were young and we just play them out. In, yeah, I mean, they're deeply ingrained yeah. and they do mess with your psyche. Yeah. And so then it's like, you know, I felt like rather than relating to me before, which now I feel like you are, I felt like I was being interrogated and cross-examined, which I know I have a lot of that ahead of me. So it's probably good prep in some ways, but I don't. Maybe I don't have the answers to those questions, but I might have better answers to different questions. Okay. What is the question you wish I had asked you? Because that's really what I'd like to know. What do you want everyone to know about you? That I have feelings and that they're not just rage or pain or sorrow or trauma. There's also love and admiration and beauty and joy. And that I'm a full-spectrum person. And I'm not just this act. This is not, this one act doesn't define my whole life. Yeah. Unfortunately, it probably will historically and in the books and the movies based on a true story. But, you know, I I think 
that's a damaging thing we do to women too and to ourselves is to make us these caricatures of oh you're a damsel in distress or you're a badass and there's no in between right and that's not really real no it's really not mm. you know i think there are no good guys and bad guys there's just people making good and bad choices and it's very easy like i said when you get to that power position to get sucked into the corruption and the feeling of I should take advantage of this situation because how, you know, how few people even get to this position. And I can understand how when you get to a certain level, it's like, how do you not get corrupted? Well, you know, as far as like ambition goes or greed or power games, I've never understood it. Mm. And I mean, I've, I've had tastes of it and I've played with it, the edges of it. I'm, I am not you know i'm i'm susceptible to temptation like anyone but it doesn't make any sense to me and yeah. it doesn't you know certainly isn't fulfilling or nourishing or it doesn't advance your life but it's a kind of addiction i guess and a kind of again manipulation and seduction that i guess everyone's trying to get their needs met Mm -hmm. And they're just going about it in whatever shitty, fucked up way they learn. <laughs> with our bag of blunt tools, just yeah. hitting each other with yeah. them. Yeah, and so sometimes I feel like I'm not even cut out for planet Earth because that's that primal, you know, kill or be killed thing. And yeah. I'm not saying I just want, you know, fluffy butterflies and rainbows, but I just, I, I don't really understand, you know? I really don't understand. What would be an ideal planet for you? <laughs> Well, he's gone, so maybe now this one. We can certainly hope. But I think it's going to take a lot more than the death of one man to change things. It's a start. Sure, it's a start. I guess what I'm asking is, you know, it's always easy to say, oh, well, we don't want this and we don't want that. We got to stop this and we got to stop that. But what do we want? What would an ideal planet be like? What do we want to create now that we have... Let's just imagine for a moment, okay? You didn't just kill the president. You killed everybody. All the bad people are gone. Well, okay, all the people making bad choices for the earth. They're mm. gone. Mm. We get to start over now. What are we going to create? Well, I guess my closest model would be what I've learned from indigenous cultures. Hmm. <clears throat> and there's lots of flawed premises in, in every kind of organized system or every kind of tribal mentality. But remember, I lived on a res for a while, and I asked one of the elders, you know, what do you like about living here? And she was like 70. She'd come and gone. She'd grown up there, and she'd gone off in the world and come back. And she said... Nobody goes hungry or cold here. And I, it just was like, wow. You know, so everybody is sheltered and fed and free to pursue their creative interests. And it's not a meritocracy of how hard you work or being born into a certain level of privilege. It's mm -hmm. just understood that everyone has the right to thrive. Mm and that that is supported, and that's the underlying directive. And everything else is organized and revolves around that. To me, that's an ideal, utopic 
kind of vision. It does sound utopic. I will tell you, I lived on a res too in South Dakota, and it was far from utopic. No, I'm not <laughs> saying there weren't a lot of drugs and incest and yeah. alcoholism and violence. There, there was all that shit there. Yeah. I got to talk to the female elder who carried that matriarchal vibe and, mm-hmm. you know, the kind of wise woman. And, and I just, I thought that was cool. I just thought that was cool. Yeah. I've definitely been to places where I felt like there was a much better uh, effort made to make sure that everyone in the community is safe and has their basic needs met. Um, And I I think... Like right now, I'm probably considered the craziest person alive, but I'm fed, I'm sheltered, and I'm safe. And they're, I mean, technically... Because I have to tell you, one, there's every time I come here, there's a group of protesters outside, and it gets a little bit bigger every time. Um, they're pretty angry with you. Um, yeah, which is why Locked Up is probably the safest place I can be at the moment, you know. Yeah. Uh, you know. And I worry about you. Well, that makes two of us. Yeah. I feel kind of close to you right now. <laughs> yeah, we're BFFs. <laughs> <laughs> Just my F might be a little shorter than yours. <laughs> <laughs> what is forever anyway? Yeah. Something they sing about. I guess so. Oh, he's giving me that look. Yeah, we gotta wrap it up. Yeah. Well, thank you for letting me come back. And again, I'm sorry I was a pushy jerk last time yeah just don't be so douchey and we'll get further (laughs) (laughs) respect my motherfucking no yeah uh, i just um i caught got caught up in the same thing that a lot of people get caught up in which is i can use this i can use this to my advantage i can create something that's gonna make me rich that's gonna mm. make me famous that's gonna make my life and i was trying to exploit your pain and that felt so normal to me until you looked at me and said no and so I just want to thank you for having the courage to say that no not just to me not just to the president but to this whole situation I feel like you're just kind of flipping it off (laughs) in a way exploitation is not a new feeling for me. Sir, I'll be with you in a moment. Can I just... Thank you. Sorry. I want you to finish what you were saying. Yeah, about exploitation. I'm feeling exploited, and I will go there victimized and used and made into objects or a joke. It's not a new feeling for me. And so that probably accumulated my whole life. If you want to look at patterns... Yeah. And that did make me stronger, but it also chipped away at me. I bet. And especially when the people who you wanted to trust and love Mm -hmm. did that to you. And you can, again, go into that compassion of wanting to defend or understand their behaviors and their psychology and what inspired those actions. But it still fucking hurts. I know. I'm sorry. 
This is really awkward. I want to hug you, and I can't for so many reasons. Let's do a high-five hand hug. High-five hand hug. <laughs> All right. I'll see you next week. Next week. Okay. Thanks. Thanks.